mai, haere mai ki tēnei hōtaka. Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Karen Hay with you this week for Wallace Chapman. And on the programme today, we're asking, are the NCEA exams for numeracy and literacy going to be too hard? Or is it too early to tell? We're talking about having a rental investment. Are landlords in it for the capital gain or the rental income? We're looking rather idly at a job where you get paid to do absolutely nothing. We'll be hearing from a mining lobbyist who calls out NIMBYs, not in my backyard. Text me on 2101 on that one. The Human Rights Commission reminds us again to stop being nasty online. A Dutch city bans advertising meat in public beef steak and the like and we'll be trying to find the culprit involved in the trashing of a New South Wales hotel room and I don't think it was Jimmy Barnes although it may very well have been. It's a quarter to four and with us on the panel today both on Zoom Patrick Smalley the founder and managing editor of Business Desk. Kia ora, good afternoon Patrick. Kia ora, Karen how are you? Very good thank you where am I speaking to you? I am in Wellington where the in sun's w- out. Is it? That's nice to hear. Yeah. And in Christchurch. Is it? <laughs> Ellie Jones, well, at least it's not snowing. Although that was rather nice, wasn't it? A little flurry of snow? Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, I was caught on a motor scooter while in that flurry of snow. I didn't enjoy it. Not rather nice at all. Uh, in Christchurch, Ellie Jones, PR consultant and Christchurch community board member. Kia ora, Ellie. Hi, Karen. I'm in the studio in at uh, RNZ, which is cool. It's nice to get out. <laughs> rather warm, too, we hope. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. It's nice, although it's starting to cool cool down now. Um, the snow was lovely. It was fabulous. So yeah, um, I bet. more of that. Mm. Not for everyone, but it must have been nice just to see it for a moment, mustn't it? Well, I loved seeing the kids on the news, you know, kids that had never seen it before and stuff. I think that's really gorgeous. Yeah, it is. Text me on 2101 on any of today's topics. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, that's our number here, 2101. And now we're going to look at the, ho- uh, the trashing of hotel rooms, which used to be the domain of wasted rock stars, you know, TV in the swimming pool, that sort of thing. However, in New South Wales' northern tablelands, it was an entirely different creature that was responsible for the damage. On Monday morning, when the door of Room 8 of the Bendemeer Hotel was opened, it looked like a crime scene. Leanne Summers from the Bendemeer is with us to solve the mystery. Hi, Leanne. Hello, Karen. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Set the scene for us. What happened? Yes. Well, what happened was uh, last Sunday morning it was, uh, we were all um, getting prepared for Father's Day over here and uh, Robbie, our cleaner, went upstairs just to do his normal routine and he just happened by chance to open roommate's door uh, just to check on things and he noticed it was in a terrible state. Uh, All our carpet was ripped up in places, particularly across the doorway. Uh, We had dirt, um, we had the fan and the heater knocked over and it, it, it astounded us all. We couldn't work out what had happened. It um, almost like looked like a dog or something had been locked in there and trying to get its way out. And uh, so Robbie and our um, other cleaner, Alison, uh, decided to clean it all up and present it because we had to get on with Father's Day lunch on Sunday. And uh, on Monday morning, Robbie went back again and I just said, look, we better open that room up and air it. And he stumbled across the bedside table being moved and the bin knocked over. <laughs> so it happened two yeah, days so in a row, right? That's right. And so Robbie thought, hang on a minute, whatever's doing this has to be still in here. So he started investigating, he looked under the bed and he was this very large sized uh, echidna and um, we, Robbie then knew that was what had done all the damage. 
Gosh, and, and for, for, for those in New Zealand, uh, the echidna is native to Australia, but it's also known as the spiny anteater. That's exactly right, and that's what they eat. They eat ants, and uh, they've got all those little quills that they're quite sharp and very strong, and that's their protection. And so if another animal or anything like that comes towards them, they'll burrow down into the ground and they can put their little shield up of all their little spiky uh, quills and, and that's their protection. So this little fellow, we're still not quite sure how he got upstairs because we have a beautiful big old historical hotel and um, all the accommodations up on the second level. But he would be possibly big enough that he could have scaled up the stairs and he may have been up on the veranda for a little time and no one would have been looking for something like that and he could have been you know in behind a pot plant or something and then at the right moment he has um, wandered along and managed to go into room eight when the door was open and nobody knew any difference real, until a real mess absolutely absolutely absolute mess the pictures it's got a very flash uh, pink brass bed in that room very yeah. nice very nice yeah. room that's yeah. right he was under the bed, not on it. Yes, yes, he was under the bed, and uh, Robbie, uh, when he found it, and I've got photographs of underneath the bed, all his quills had actually pulled down and made big holes in the lining under the bed as well. Naughty. <laughs> he, he naughty, naughty echidna. Mm. So Robbie had to lift that bed up, and it's quite heavy, and I had to scale him underneath it and try and poke him out the other side, and then Robbie <laughs> was able to grab him with his welding gloves on, so... You know, we just thought we couldn't believe what we were doing and what we were seeing, but we knew what he, you know, we knew it was him once we found him. <laughs> How much damage, um, Leanne, did, did he do in terms of the, insu- or do you have insurance? I do have insurance, and I've just got my quote back for some new carpet this morning, and it's just about $1,100 to recarpet the room because he had two goes at damaging the carpet. And with his very strong little claws, because, you know, naturally they burrow into the dirt and, seek ants out he's got very strong and sharp little claws and so he dug right through the carpet right through down to the floorboards and it was un- unrepairable he'd done it in so many different spots in the room so uh, I'm having carpet installed next week and uh, I sort of hesitate to ask but where is he now is he all we, right we released him out <laughs> yes we released him outside near the wood pile and um we haven't seen him since, but I'm sure he'd be happy doing his thing, searching for ants. And um, they're a harmless little creature, and they're quite cute. Um, but yeah, we we were just astounded. We could not believe it. Not in a million years would we thought an echidna would be upstairs in a room and could do the damage that he did. Incredible. I'll just go yes. to our, pa- our panelists now, Leanne. Patrick, have you ever come across an echidna? Uh, no, no, but I have been wondering what is the hotel's policy towards echidnas, for example, yes. drinking in the public bar? I mean, is, is there <laughs> any evidence right. perhaps <laughs> the well, echidna was very... in there earlier? That's right. Well, I put it this way, no one would probably want to sit near him if he was what, drinking in the public bar. <laughs> He'd be too spiky. <laughs> yeah, prickly customer. A prickly customer. That's exactly right.
And Ali, <laughs> what about you? In I love of... these stories, I do. I think uh, this is up there, though, with the story about the chimpanzee in, the, in Ukraine. Did you hear about that? It, it escaped from a zoo and came back on the zookeeper's bicycle. So I think, oh, I think yeah, I think, Karen, you should probably just have a, Wallace should have a session where we just do animal stories for maybe the you know beginning of the panel. Yeah, mammalian mysteries. Very <laughs> <laughs> good. <laughs> Doesn't have to be a mammal, of course. The, the echidna is a mammal, isn't it, Leanne? I don't yes. know a lot about them. I've yes. seen pictures. Yes. They are. They are a mammal. Yeah. So, what do you think it was actually doing in there, looking for ants? Are you, are you now cleaned out of ants there? <laughs> no, no. Um, people have said they were. He was looking for a bit of warmth because we're in the middle of winter here, and we have a very severe winter here in Bendemeer. Um, so we are, we are, you know, in the first of spring, but it's still quite cold. And people have also said it was, it was, it's mating season now, which I can probably understand. So. Maybe he was just looking for a, a dry and warm spot because we have had um, quite a lot of rainfall recently too. So I think it's just a freak that he's managed to find his way up the stairs and we have a beautiful big wraparound veranda. So he, like I said, he could have been up there for a day or two just poking along and, and then saw the door open and thought, oh, I'm going in. here. And, and right. so are you going to rename the suite, the, the spiny yes, ante- anteater suite? or? <laughs> Yes, so we're we're going to have a plaque made um, called the Echidna Suite, and uh, I'm also going to. We were in the local paper today. Well, Robbie, our cleaner, was holding. Um, we've nicknamed him Ernie the Echidna, and um, I'll have that framed as well, and I'll put that in the um, in the bedroom. That way, our guests can see why it's called the Echidna Suite, and um, they can see the story and read it in the um, in the frame. So, oh, that's neat. Yes, we. Absolutely. We thought, no, this is just amazing. We often call this place, the staff, we often refer to it as this is um, Faulty Towers. This hotel's just like Faulty Towers. And this is another story to add to our repertoires of Faulty Tower stories. Really? I hope the service is better. How are the bookings at the moment? Really good? Not too bad. Not You're too right. bad. Um, things, things are starting to they open up a lot more. With, with, <laughs> they could do. They could do. But uh, no, uh, things are starting to improve for us, thank goodness. We've only had the hotel for 18 months and the first 12 months was a massive loss with COVID and in uh, the last six months, things are starting to turn around. So we're so grateful and um, yeah, bookings are, in, are picking up, of course, and as the warmer weather comes on, things will improve even more. So yeah. Great, great to hear, Leanne, and great to hear that Ernie's helped. So thank okay. you for joining us on New Zealand. No worries at all. It's a it's a real treat to hear from you guys right over there. And I I just heard earlier that you've had some snowfall. So um, obviously you you're all experiencing some very cold weather too. Same, yeah. All right, today though. Yes. Lovely yes. to talk to you, Leanne. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Karen. All See the ya. best. Bye-bye. That's Leanne Summers from the Bendemeer. It's five minutes to four, and uh, my guests today, Patrick Smalley, editor of Business Desk, and Ellie Jones, PR consultant and Christchurch Community Board member, and what's been on their minds recently. Ellie, what have you been thinking about recently? I've been thinking about the environment, which might sound as though I've been a bit slow coming to this, but we we all think about it, I'm sure, but it's always felt just a bit overwhelming and and a bit too big to make it applicable to, to one's, you know, to an individual's life, but we've been staying with a friend in Christchurch and she's my age she's mid 50s and um, kids have left home and stuff and she is really focused on it sometimes to the point of anxiety I have to say but she 
has really focused on it and she's making a huge effort to change little things right through her household and her life. And I'm wondering whether this is the way that we should be encouraging people to make a change. So she's she's bought toothpaste tablets, which I'd never tried before, so she doesn't buy tube toothpaste, and they're great. Bamboo loo paper, wax wraps, spray bottles that uh, you add a liquid or a pill to so you're not having to use plastic containers all the time buying them. Doesn't use cotton pads for makeup removal or anything. She she um, has a friend who makes little crocheted cotton ones. She doesn't use handy towels or glad wrap. Really, really aware of this stuff. And I just thought, boy, if we all did that a bit more and there was somewhere we could go to see easily, say online, um, you know, where we can get these things, what these things are, then I think that would make a really big difference. So it's been a bit of a, an epiphany for me and I've bought some toothpaste tablets and we'll start taking up some of those um, things that Lisa's doing. Thanks, Ali. And Patrick, in your brain, where's it been taken? Uh, I've, I've just been, I've, I've now got an overarching theory of why nothing works at the moment. Because um, you, sort of everywhere you go, everything seems just a little bit broken. And, and I, somebody said to me the other day, somebody in business said to me the other day, the thing is, it's really easy to make a business very much smaller very quickly, which is what a lot of businesses had to do during as a response to COVID. It's much much harder to scale back up again. And it's sort of it's almost it's helped me be patient because everywhere you go there are all these little niggles of things that used to work that don't work anymore. And actually, all it's down to is that everybody's trying to get their business back up to the scale that it used to be, or something well, like what it. What do you mean by that? An example of things that don't work anymore? Uh, three hours on the phone waiting for um, New Zealand to to mm. uh, take a call. Um, is that not usual? Uh, Oh God, no! Um, the the, um, the fact that they, they, they very often aren't aren't the staff in a, in a shop that they used to be. I mean, I, I I had my hair cut this morning, and it seemed like two people that they would usually have on just weren't there, and everyone was just madly busy trying trying to cover for the fact that they didn't quite have enough people. So everyone's sort of madly covering for the fact that they don't have quite enough people, and it just creates delay and and inefficiency a lot of the time. And it's it's uh, it's because everyone's trying to trying to get their service back up to where it used to be and that we're struggling some at the same time. Might, I think some so. of them might be staying where they are and unable to do that. I think, think the they, sense they, I have... Yes. Oh, the, the sense I have is that lots of people left the jobs that they were in uh, or, or did all those jobs disappeared on them after uh, as COVID uh, sort of scythed through the economy and they, went, they actually found work elsewhere, though. It's not like there's a lot of um, spare labour in the economy at the moment and... I just, I just think it's, it seems like uh, it's not a question of pay so much as a question of finding enough people to actually do the Are work. Are we getting better service somewhere then, Patrick? If we've got all these people that have left jobs and gone somewhere else, where can you see the the improvement in service? Or we can't. I, I haven't at this stage. And I'll, I'll, I'll work <laughs> on it and come research. back to you next time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick Smalley is... One of our guests, Managing Editor of Business Desk, and Ellie Jones, PR Consultant and Christchurch Community Board Member. They're on the panel this afternoon with us. Uh, we'll be talking about mining, tax rentals, online bullying, meat ads, and NCEA. After the news at four, we'll be back. <laughs>